0: Wouldn't that be amazing if I killed my next-door neighbor?
1: The following podcast is recommended for mature audiences only. The following podcast is recommended for adults only. Maturity is not a requirement.
0: listeners, and welcome to another episode of Men Podcasting Badly. This is a podcast about old and forgotten games that we've played and want to share our thoughts with you. We play games that we've chosen to play, we've chosen each other to play, or games that you guys and girls have chosen for us. This week, we're playing games that we've picked ourselves. And I'm joined by my faithful co-host, Skets. How you doing, buddy? Hey, man. Yeah, all good. All good. Wicked, man. Awesome. Awesome. I swear I say that every time at the beginning of each podcast. Awesome. Awesome. Robot.
1: Yeah, and I say the same thing every time. How's your Fortnite been, Skets? We always say yeah. week, but yeah. it's actually been a two-week period, hasn't it? It's always a two-week period, but yeah. I, keep, I keep saying week as well. It's been good. Oh, yeah, so... We are actually recording this a couple of days later, aren't we? Ah, yes, we are. It is now Wednesday. Uh, we had a a puppy incident on Monday, and you were just shattered last night, weren't you? So yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's Wednesday. Yeah. So on uh, on Monday, I I made a chicken omelette. You made a chicken omelette. Yeah. Well, because with the chickens inside the egg. <laughs> <laughs> That's that was quite funny. Here it is. Thank you. I like it. I like yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that might tickle you a little bit. Uh, it definitely did. <laughs> so, so how's your 2 weeks been? Uh yeah, not too bad, mate. It's it's been
0: more of the same really. Uh went out and had a game of golf the other day, which was yeah. nice to finally get out and play golf again. It's been, I don't know, I think it's been like 18 months since I last swung a golf club. So it was an experience. It was an experience. But yeah, mate, I had a really good round, actually. It was quite enjoyable. Get any pars? Mate, I got two pars. I nearly birdied the last par three. What's a birdie? What's a birdie? Where you get the ball in the hole a shot before you're supposed to. Oh, one under par. Okay. Yeah, one under par. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it wasn't too bad, mate. I ate a couple of sweet four irons, so I didn't use the driver at all because the driver is not my friend. Okay. And, uh, just teed <laughs> off with the
1: four iron a lot. And uh, about, there's I'm a nasty
0: par five. Nasty par five.
1: Where did he go? Bleed him. Okay. No, never I heard know. of it? No, never been there.
0: I hadn't heard of it either, but it's out towards Western Superman. Okay. It looks like when you're up on the golf course, it looks down over Breen Down and all that sort of stuff. It's a really nice view up there, mate. And it was a yeah. scorching hot day. And yeah, so it was the first time I played golf with my brother as well. He's got into it and he's nicked my golf watch so he can track his <laughs> shots and know how far it is to the hole. So here's my caddy the other day. It was like, oi, caddy! What is a golf watch? A golf watch? It's a GPS watch. So you wear it. And it tells you how far it is to the hole from where you're standing. Yeah, Think of like Google Earth, but on your watch. Yeah, it's pretty oh, cool. Like you you press the button and it will bring up all the nearest golf courses. Okay. You pick your golf course and it actually knows like when you finish the first hole and you've walked onto the second hole, it's that yeah. clever that the watch automatically change over. And then it gives you your distance to the middle of the green, the back of the green and to the front of the green. Oh, nice. So you know which sort of club you need to use. Oh, that's, that's cheating. Well, i not just, cheating. It's just like having a caddy. All the professionals have a caddy, and they've got their scorecard. Is that what they do? Is that their job? They don't just carry the clubs? No, it's their job to... So, literally, the golfer, all the golfer does is play the shot. The caddy does the rest of the work.
1: The caddy's oh, the most
0: important person on the golf course. The unsung hero. The unsung hero, mate. So, yeah. if you ever go to St. Andrews and play golf you'll get a caddy, he'll go around with you and he will tell you if you can give him a rough range of what your irons are, you'll play your shot and he'll tell you what iron to use, where you are, roughly where to hit the shot. I mean, like for someone like me, it'd be no good because my golf's not consistent. But he will tell
1: you and advise you like where you need to play the shot. Yeah, I was going to say it, it would help if you actually hit the ball in the first place with the iron. <laughs> yeah, I, I topped a couple the other day. It was a uh,
0: it was an experience, but I didn't lose my head for a change, which was nice. Oh, good. So, but now, man, it was good to get out and play golf. Been playing a bit of COD. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Mate, something special happened the other day, though. Go on. Even streamers don't do this. So you get all your pro swi- Switch, Twitch streamers and all that. They find it very hard to achieve this. We didn't only get one win in Warzone. The next game we got... A second win in Warzone. The oh, game nice. after that, we got a third win in Warzone. We got three in a row.
1: Three in a row. Very unheard of
0: in awesome. a modern warfare minority. No, it's not really exactly a minority, is it? It's like sixty million players, but yeah. But yeah, it was quite an awesome. achievement for us to get back to backs three. It's good to hear
1: you've come back to calling them wins instead of what W's. Yeah, because I was a, uh, I was going to point out to you that uh, yeah, twenty five letters have one syllable, and only one letter has three syllables, which is a W, w. Yeah. yet the word win has one syllable, so it's much easier to say. Yeah, where did I get it from? I picked it up from a streamer. I oh, think okay. it was Savage when he's playing um,
0: Battlegrounds. It's like full of W or something, or another W when he wins
1: a game of Hearthstone. You say for the W. That's, that's easier to say. For the W. Maybe. That could be my new thing. Full of W. <laughs> so, Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah man that was uh that was pretty awesome uh that's cool yeah. yeah that's
1: cool i don't know what else i've really been doing mate to be honest so you gave it away a little bit i'm gonna ask you up front now that you you said you've played final fantasy 7 a little bit yes this week this fortnight this last fortnight i have yeah. squeezed
0: a bit of final fantasy 7 in yes
1: yeah let's get into that let's get into that now
0: i picked up where i left off it's always a good place to start yeah, I was in that train yard bit where I couldn't work out how to get over to the other side and yeah. sent the message to you and Cookie, the picture message of where I was stuck. And Cookie was like, you've just got to walk up that plank, mate. Yeah. And I was like, I tried that. This is the thing I found with old games. It's not clear. So you'd walk and you've got a plank that goes up and across and you walk over the plank, but it's got no definition that you're going over height. So I guess right. back in the day, you'd be a bit more alert to that. But so yeah. I was walking over it, expecting like to see my character, like not hop up, but like have that up movement. Yeah. But it just seemed like a flat paddle, like as if I was just walking across flat ground. Yeah. But I got on the plank and like, I started wiggling around and then all of a sudden I started walking up.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I was like, I got stuck on that for like 45 minutes.
1: Yeah. I remember you you sent me the picture and and the bottom of it does, it ends just where like, Another bit of rock starts, doesn't it? So you don't really realise that that's the bottom of a ramp. It's tricky. Tricky to see.
0: Yeah, because what also threw me is there's like a digger crane thing to the left-hand side of it. So I thought you might have to, like, operate the crane to lift the plank up to put it on that bit of rock so you could then walk back around to then go over, like, effectively form a bridge, I guess. Yeah. But that was not the case. I just had to walk up the plank. So I walked up the plank. But yeah, so I got stuck. Where did I get stuck? I get to a mansion. So you've got to walk through some markets. Yeah. Uh, Is it Sector 7 you get into? I think it's Sector 7. Again, I didn't make any notes because I'm just enjoying playing the game. So I'm just trying to do this from memory. But yeah. Because you're trying to get through to, sect- I'm sure it's Sector 7 you're trying to get through to. Or the 7th, the whatever it is. Yeah, you get through, and there's like loads of like I don't know, like back market sort of stalls and stuff, shops and whatever. Yeah. So you go into all the different shops, and like some offer you a place to sleep, and then I realise that if you sleep there for the night for ten gill, that that actually regens your party's HP as well.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I didn't realise that, but I sort of applied the logic of rest, and it worked. But yeah, you go through all these markets and like you pick up like little missions along the way, little things to do. But you get to the end of the market and there's like a mansion with like a, a bouncer guy stood outside of it. Yeah. So I got there, spoke to him, and he was like, This is so and so's mansion. You can't come in, go away, sort of thing. Don Corneo. That's it. Don Corneo. Yeah. Don Corneo. And and that's where I left it. Yeah. It's like I, I want to look at a walkthrough, but I don't want to look at a walkthrough. Like I want to try and work it out for myself. I'm trying to play it as if like you would have played it back in the day when it originally came out and stuff. And I don't know, was there walkthroughs for Final Fantasy VII back then?
1: Uh, yeah, there was. There was. I'm yeah, saying. there was like the well, the the official walkthrough. I think I've got all of them, even for thirteen, which I don't really even own anymore. Okay, but yeah, I think I so I made it a thing of buying like the official walkthroughs. Uh, I think oh I think I got a little like A five one from the front of a magazine as well. Oh cool. So they, yeah, they did exist, but like yeah, obviously we couldn't just jump on the internet to find Yeah. To find information. Uh I don't think I I, I never actually phoned any of the uh the the helplines to get tips oh, on games. Wow, I forgot about those. I <laughs> did
0: I ever use one of those? I don't think so. My mum would have killed me, I swear. <laughs> But yeah, so I got up to old Cornio's mansion, old Cornholio. Cornholio. Uh, yeah, and that's where I stopped, mate, because I couldn't work out from that what I next had to do. It's sort of, the game's a bit open from there, because you're following, or you got, is it Ariel? Ar- oh, fuck, I can't pronounce that, <laughs> bastard name. That chick who's following you around, who it seems like who? you're trying to get it on with. Who? Ariel? A- a real? Aeris. Yeah. <laughs> who? Aeris. Aeris. That's it. Yeah, not the little mermaid. Ariel, nah. that's the little mermaid on it. Um, but yeah, so, but I'm still enjoying it, mate. And it was good to get back into it. But I've, I, I might have to end up giving you a call next time I'm on it, just for a little bit of guidance. You can be yeah. my walkthrough.
1: You can be my wiki. Cool. Oh, I have to try and remember it. Yeah, like I said a few a few weeks back. I don't actually remember. Any of the, well, not really, I don't really remember much at all about the Midgar car bit. I, I used to love that bit. I used to, yeah, I used to sort of, not really speed run it because I didn't know what speedrunning was, but I used to, you know, just start and try and get through it as quick as I could. Well, I suppose it's speed running.
0: <laughs> I think I'm two hours and 45 minutes
1: in. Yeah. If I remember rightly on my last save. The, the quickest I ever got out was three hours, I think. Was it? yeah
0: oh so my two hours 45 doesn't seem too bad i obviously don't know how much more of me well, yeah. <laughs> i've got to go but i yeah. feel that that's a, a a decent number for my first attempt consider i don't even like these sort of games or didn't like these sort of games before playing ff7 yeah so but yeah no i'm enjoying it i'm enjoying it and It was good to get back into it as well it good was, uh, yeah awesome it was fun so
1: how's the puppy he's good yeah he's uh very bitey at the moment very very teethy How's was a training going? <laughs> yeah the training's going okay I don't really know what to say He hasn't. he's he's definitely learned a few things but he keeps going back on it and I have to try and retrain him I know them struggles man I went
0: through it with Traf and yeah. he's stubborn as fucking hell so fingers crossed you get a bit more of an easier ride than what I did or do, still do to be honest he's four and a half <laughs> years old and he's still a twat so yeah I love him dearly listeners I love him dearly but he is a pain in the ass and anyone who's met
1: Traff would understand that as well. Yeah, it's it's little things like uh, you know I can stop him from being bitey. You know I've managed to train him uh, with that, and then like a couple of hours later he's he's the same again. And it's like, what happens if I just fail completely at stopping him biting? You know, and he's really bitey as an adult. You know, and it's still the, the struggles that I'm sure every every puppy owner goes through. Yeah, man, it's just, you just got to keep repeating it. He's just testing the,
0: testing the limits. He's seeing what, what he can get away with and what he can. He's a kid at the end of the day. That's the way you got to yeah. look at it. Yeah. You just got to teach him the right ways and the wrong ways. And well, don't yeah. teach him the wrong ways, actually. The wrong ways, are the bad <laughs> ways. But yeah. 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 You show him the right ways. Yeah. But man, it's, uh, it's awesome though, when not it, having a puppy. Yeah. When I, uh, when I popped over the other day to drop off a few bits and bobs for you and I saw him, it's just like. Instantly, I want a puppy.
1: Like, I really want another puppy,
0: but I I, I can't do it to myself. It's it's hard work. It's hard work.
1: Yeah. I never knew how much hard work it would be at all. Yeah, man. It is difficult.
0: But good for Eddie. He's inspired my music choice for this week at work. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of Iron Maiden, mate. Good. Oh, a good stuff. A lot of Iron Maiden. And I've been listening ah. to a lot of stuff that I haven't listened to before.
1: Yeah, did you almost let that slip the other day? Yes. And then we were like, oh, ah, save be, uh, that. Yeah. 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 Do you know what? Yeah, it's good. I I was thinking about bringing that up as well, because I, I had a couple of days listening to them. Just, you know, because you, you know I'm a massive fan. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to interrupt and take it away from you. This is going to be quick. Yeah, uh, they're my favourite band, but I can, go, I can go months without listening to them. And then every now and then I'll be like, oh, I need to listen to them. And then I'll spend, like, a week or two weeks just nonstop listening to them.
0: I get the same with Guns N' Roses, though. So, your yeah. Iron Maiden is my Guns N' Roses. And yeah. it's like At times, you can just pick up and, like, leave them sort of thing. But, like, you've always got that love for the band, you know.
1: But, yeah, I go through yeah.
0: phases with Roses. And it's just like, I'll listen to them nonstop. And then, all of a sudden, it, I could go six months without listening to a Guns N' Roses song. But, yeah, I found the... um. Is it This Is Iron Maiden sort of thing, the thing they do on Spotify? Yes, I love
1: those things. I absolutely love them, yeah. Well, the Maiden playlist, mate,
0: it was incredible. And Strangers Will Be Strangers. Is it Strangers Will Be Strangers, Fear of the Dark? Afraid to Shoot Strangers? Afraid to Shoot
1: Strangers. Yeah.
0: Incredible song. Never listened to it before.
1: Oh, it's good, yeah. uh, So there's only a few things I can play on guitar, but I can play one of the really cool, like... Melody bits on the on the guitar for that one. Yeah, it's cool. But then he breaks into a massive solo, and I can't play that bit. Cool <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> but yeah,
0: man, it's like, because I think, like, right, with Maiden, I've only really listened to, right, you're probably going to screw me over here, but Dance to the Death. Dance to the yeah, Death? Uh, the song or the album? Uh,
1: the album. So, sorry, the I'm al- listening to al- albums yeah. that I've listened to. Cool. Edward the Great. Oh, so The Strangers. Was that album or song? So, it was a song.
0: Okay, right. Sorry, it was a song. Yeah, so this is just play the playlist I've listened to, but like, yeah, going back on what I've actually listened to, I've made them before. It's yeah. Edward the Great. Yeah, Dance of Death, and was it Edward the Great where they had Fear of the Dark live rock and Rio at the end?
1: Possibly. Because uh, if it remember. was,
0: that's possibly the only two albums, and then just like bits I've heard you put on over the years, sort of thing. Yeah, but some of the stuff that you don't hear. As much. I'm, I'm going to say Ace is High. You're going to tell me that's quite a well known maiden song, I expect. Is it Ace is High? It is,
1: yeah. Not one of my favourites, but yeah, it's no. quite a well known one. But yeah, not... I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I can, sorry, I was going to say not super well known, not like The Trooper or Run to the Hills, but it's still a popular song. Because I, I have a tendency to skip the popular songs
0: now, like The Trooper, yeah. Run to the Hills, all the other ones that I can't remember now. Because I'm on the podcast, <laughs> and I'm trying to recite stuff, and I can't remember shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, man. No, so yeah, your puppy inspired my listening, which was pretty cool. Awesome. Pretty cool.
1: Yeah, uh, you want you want to get on to Brave New World. Brave New World. I I've always struggled to trying to decide on a on a favorite album. A lot of the newer ones are my favorites, but yeah, I, I think it's got it's got to be between Brave New World. And Dance of Death. They are fucking amazing.
0: It's got Blood Brothers on it.
1: Blood, yeah, that's a good I love song. that song. That's a
0: really cool song. That's another one I've discovered through this This Is Now maiden playlist thing.
1: Yeah. Hey, Ghost of the Navigator is on there. Brave New World. Uh, Dream of Mirrors. That's a fucking good song. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, they're all good. Go listen. listen to it tomorrow. Yeah, I will, mate. Yeah, it. listen to it now. No, we're just we're just fuck the podcast off and go and listen to it now, and we come back. Fuck off the podcast and just go listen to Maiden. <laughs> I
0: drink, I drink the San Miguel and just have a party in the front room. Listen to Maiden. Sounds good. <laughs> oh, I discovered the other day that my next door neighbour plays COD. Really? Yeah. So Did I was in him? the back. I was in the back. Gone. Sorry. Did you beat him?
1: Did no,
0: no. I I was out in the back garden playing with Traff, and all of a sudden I could hear him shouting at something, and I was like. That sounds familiar. And then the calls he started to make, I was like, he's playing fucking Warzone on Call of Duty. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, how did he just fucking kill me? I was around the corner of a hospital, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, my next door neighbor plays Cod as well. I then started (laughs) speaking to Matt and Andy about it. And I was like, I wonder if we've come against him and beat him. Wouldn't that be amazing if I killed my next door neighbor? Not in real yep. life, <laughs> in Call of Duty.
1: <laughs> I'm going to edit that so it, you don't even mention Call of Duty. Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's another thing I yeah, discovered. No worries. That's another thing I discovered. We've, uh, uh, I don't know how much of this is going to actually end up in the podcast, but we've rambled a lot <laughs> so far. We have. Shall we move on? Yeah. Let's, uh, what are we doing? Do we do anything else? You've got the show notes that I didn't
0: write this week. <laughs> uh, so we've had the banter section. I've introduced yeah. you. We've had the banter section. It's game one. Game one. Yep. Yeah. It goes game one, game two, game three, game four, final chat about oh. any games previously mentioned, question time, reviews, and then next week. So game one. What was your oh, f- fucking shit week for games?
1: I I'd want to get mine over with as well. Yeah, <laughs> <But> I've picked <laughs> two, two shit got, go games. On. I, yeah, I know you said... I, I knew one of them was shit. Pitfire, let's go for Pitfire. Do you want me to go with Pitfire? Yeah.
0: Okay. Alright listeners. So <laughs> a game I chose for myself was Pitfire. <laughs> terrible game skets but
1: yeah <laughs> hit fire well luckily we only do that once every two months that yeah that you, you haven't got to pick another game for another two months now that's awesome not for yourself it's, anyway
0: it's,
1: it was such I, I thought it was going to be such a good game i
0: remember it being a good game or i thought i remember it being a good game remembered it yeah. being a good game but it's not it's dog shite. i remember it being dog shite. yeah <laughs> i really do yeah uh... I can remember playing it in the front room as a kid. And I was like, this is... Anyway, so yeah, I played Pit Fighter Skets. I played it on the Mega Drive. It was made in 1990 and it was made by Atari Games. Best way to describe Pit Fighter is the Mega Drive version of Fight Club, I guess. Okay. You're in a warehouse and you just brawl
1: with people. Yeah. Pit Fighter done. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So, so what I remember, I think I I did mention this the other day, you've got like three guys who all look the same, but with different colour outfits, a red, a green, and a blue. Buzz, Ty, and Kato.
0: All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I'll tell you what is actually cool. No, go on, you say what you were going to say, then I'll carry on with what I was going to say.
1: Yeah, so I, as, as far as I remember, they all had the same moveset, didn't they? Or is that not right? No, that's not right. Okay. Well... You are right and you're not right. I'll
0: get to that in a little bit. Remind me. Okay. But yeah, yeah. go on, go with that. They do have the same moveset. <laughs> okay. That was me done. Oh, was that you done? Okay. So yeah, as Skett's highlighted, you got Buzz. He's a big, strong ex professional wrestler. You got Ty, who's an agile kickboxing champion. And you got Kato, who is a quick third degree black belt. I don't know what the fuck that means.
1: No, but I don't.
0: <laughs> the cool thing about this game, for its time, is the game used what they call digitized animations, and they used blue screens. I guess it's like, are now green screens, where they used actual yeah. fighters. So Buzz is actually Bill Chase. I don't know who these people are, by the way, but this is who the characters were based on. You got Ty, who is Mark Williams, and you got Kato... Who was Glen Fraticelli, I wanna say. Fraticelli.
1: Well, Mark Williams was a snooker player, wasn't he? Yes, he was, mate. Yeah. So I know I never knew he was a pit fighter before that. Funny enough, you do get pool cues in this
0: as well. So do maybe you? maybe it was. Maybe they're snooker cues. <laughs> maybe they're snooker cues. Oh, well, there we go. Well, we solved that one. Yeah. But yeah, oh. um <sighs> I don't really know what to say about the game. So when the game loads, there's no options. Well, you've got to start and options, but you start and you pick one of three fighters. Throughout the entire game, there is only three fighters you can pick from. Bearing in mind, you fight against eight other characters, which aren't unlockable. You Uh, can't, it's up to three players, but the three players need to pick the three characters that are on the start bit. And it's not as if you like have three controllers. I think it's just like past the controller. It's like, yeah. oh, now you've died. Like onto the next dude sort of thing.
1: And it One is. One of mine was like that. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I'm a dickhead this week. No, Carry it's on. fine. No, it's fine.
0: I, d- I don't know. I, I There's not a lot I can really say about the game. You start the game, you pick your fighter, you then start a tournament. And it's like a ladder tournament, I guess. You fight against the first guys, the executioner. Do people really want to know their real names? I don't know. It may be nostalgic for some people. So the Executioner is based on John Aguire. You fight that guy. Guero! No, let's not have any of that shit on the podcast. No, edit that okay. out. Edit that out. Okay. You're not going to edit it out, are you? Uh, no, I probably will. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you get an Executioner based on John Aguire. You fight this dude. You win. The result screen. You're in like a warehouse and you're still on a forklift. And a pile of cash comes underneath the forklift to say that, like, if you won within a certain amount of time, you get a time bonus for the cash. I think the idea of the game is literally it's a top score game. Right. So think of, like, Pac-Man, shit like that, just getting, like, the top score. I think this is what this is based on, really. And, yeah, you just fight through this ladder. After every third fight, you fight a... Car. A car? yeah I wish it was a car it'd be a bit more exciting no you fight a mirror image of yourself okay and you gotta knock that mirror image down three times and when I say knock down it's literally get them to hit the floor yeah like it's a points based thing and if you do that you get a bonus match purse so it's all about basically earning the most amount of cash by trying to defeat your opponent in the quickest amount of time to then be able to get your name on the top of the scoreboard that's pit fire good mate it (laughs) was so fucking boring it's like, it was kind of cool, like, throughout the game, you like, the crowd gets involved. So, like, one dude will come out with what looks like a needle. And he wants to inject you with heroin or something. <laughs> and they'll come out and try and stab you if you get too close. But then if you hit him, he drops a needle. You can then stab up your opponent with the needle. Oh, I didn't know that. What else did you get? Oh, you got knife man and knife
1: woman. So they come yeah. out the crowd as well if you get too close. There's also You said a- it was a... Go you said it was a ladder tournament. Yeah. But did you get like tables and chairs as well? Yes, you got tables. <laughs> Wrestling
0: reference. <laughs> I like it. It worked as well because you do get tables. Well, no, you get chairs. Barstools. You get barstools. So yeah. you get like, I think like throughout the game, you get like various weapons that are planted on the screen. Yeah. But the crowd also interacts as well. So if you go into the crowd too much, they'll beat you up a little bit and push you back in, sort of hustle and bustle sort of thing. Um, You get this thing called... Well, here we go. You get knives, crates, sticks, motorcycles, (laughs) barstools. Motorcycles? Oh, yes.
1: You get motorbikes. You can lob motorbikes at people. I was going to say, do you ride them into your opponent or throw them? No, you pick them up and you crack them over the head, mate. You crack them over the head.
0: Um, Oh, you also get a power pill. Ninja Death Stars. You also get Ninja Death Stars as well. They're pretty cool. You can lob them across the screen at the other person. But yeah you get a power pill and if you're the first character to get to the power pill it sort of does what it says on the tin it makes you powerful and it means if they hit you you take less hp damage and if you hit them you do more hp damage again i couldn't work out the buttons like if there's combos and (laughs) shit but when you said earlier that they all have the same move sets it's like they basically do they all just kick and punch I worked out if you like double tap the direction you're facing and jump, it does like a somersaulty jump forwards. Yeah. But the screen's like quite open. So you can move up and down the screen, left and right. It's very free to roam. Um, It's not like streets, uh, uh, it's not like Mortal Kombat or what's the other one, like Tekken or something, where it is just like on that one level. Um, Yeah, I thought it was. No, no, it's a free moving screen. I think for its time. The game was probably pretty good, like how they done the capturing of the characters and stuff like that. I should imagine back in 1990, that was a bit of a wow thing. But the gameplay yeah. is just dog shite, and it is. It's just literally <laughs> like there's no end game as such. It is literally just get a high score, and I guess it's cool if you have got your mates over, and like you're all sat there and like who can get the best score out of like eight matches or whatever it is yeah but yeah that's pretty much it i got really excited about pit fighter and I, I think a couple of people mentioned it to me it's like if you get a chance to play it do pit fighter i think paul stone actually the guy who sent the cups with the string the star wars cups yeah. with a string he was like ah oh, like i want to suggest pit fighter and paul i don't mean to slate pit fighter but it was a quality game for its time in terms of how they captured shit but the gameplay itself I don't know. I, I just didn't enjoy it, Skets. I just didn't enjoy it, mate. I feel like I could have. I'm glad I played it because it sort of put it to bed for me. But yeah, and that's where it's going to lie for me. It's never waking up. It's yeah, <laughs> it's dead. It's gone. It's forgotten. It's forgotten. Forgotten. It's yeah, forgotten, I know what you mean. Mate. I know what you mean. I just felt a bit disappointed.
1: Yeah, yeah. I remember it being pretty bad. Yeah, you know, it's the kind of game that you're glad that you rented instead of bar, in- bar- in- Bide, bide. But. <laughs> I
0: buyed that, I did. But yeah, no, you're right, mate. It's definitely one of those games. Definitely one of those games. So yeah, yeah man, cool. that that's Pit Fighter. I don't think I can really give anything else on it. Let's have a quick look at my notes. Nah, mate, like pretty much. Yeah, it's a bit hard to pretty up shit, really. So I guess you can yeah. stick a flower in it and that's about it. Yeah. But yeah, sorry, dude. And sorry, listeners, if you was looking for a thrilling... Exhilarating talk about Pit Fighter, but yeah, there you go. That's Pit Fighter skets.
1: That's my first game, mate. Cool. Uh, I played. I played a couple. Of, a couple of. I would say good games. Okay. Well, I, mean, I played one amazing game, which I might talk about now. Uh, did I even? T- I didn't even tell you what I was playing, did I? No.
0: Uh, no, because you uh, kept on like sort of changing your mind. I, I think I know one of them. Yeah, but I'm not too sure which... about this. Was. The one I know about was City of Heroes.
1: Oh yeah, no, I didn't play that. Oh you didn't play that. I uh, wanted to. I wanted to. I wanted to play three this week actually, but because of the puppy we ran out I ran out of time. Ah uh, okay. So I had to I had to drop City of Heroes. Uh, I'll get into the reason later for that. No, let's do it now. So let's talk about my first game. I played Shadowgate. <laughs>
0: Good
1: one. No, uh, they're, they're both okay. I mean, well, one. I think the listeners need a bit of a pick up. You know, I've just like destroyed Pitfire. Yeah. Fire. Well, I'll get into this. Uh, I'm not sure how many people will actually know about this game. It was an old NES game. Uh, it was made by Kemco in. There's no date. No, I didn't. I didn't write a date. Fair enough. To that. <laughs> At some point on in the NES era. <laughs> 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 Nobody's gonna care. So yeah, Shadowgate. It's a point and click adventure game. Uh have you played many of them? Point and click adventure game. Yeah. So it's like first person shooter and it's just very puzzly, uh and you've gotta go around picking up items to use them in other other places. Doing riddles, that kind of thing.
0: A bit like Flashback. No. First person. Oh, first person, sorry. Yeah, uh-huh. no, I don't think so.
1: No? No. I probably have, but I can't remember. You know what I'm like. Yeah. I don't think they were that popular. And I don't really know why. Because you liked them. No. <laughs> so, I, so I came up with this this the other day. Do you remember watching Nightmare as a kid? Yeah. You think it was good? Yeah. Do you think it was amazing? Did you want to be on it?
0: Nightmare was incredible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's basically what point-and-click adventure games are. You're guiding a person through, I don't know, like puzzles and, and uh, what's the right word? Uh, through an an adventure. Okay. A point-and-click adventure. And that's, yeah, like I said, I, I, I don't know anybody who didn't like Nightmare. Everyone loved it, but... They won't play games <laughs> the same, is it?
0: Maybe it just didn't transfer as well into a game.
1: Maybe. Maybe you're going to change would, our opinion on that, though. I I would say point and click adventure games probably inspired Nightmare. Well, that's a shout. They probably did because, like, I didn't know these kind of games existed on uh, on like the NES. I think they had some on the on the Master System. Uh, I don't know if they existed before that. They probably would would have been a bit more difficult to do uh, before. Before point and click, it would have been text based adventures. Sure, so you've seen them. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember those. Yeah.
0: Oh, I went well on the Amstrad. I can't remember what it was called, but I could never get past the first bit. You approach a door. What do you wish to do? And I got fucking the stuck. Scary there. door. Sorry. Oh. The scary door. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I had no idea what to do. It was like it, I don't know many because you had like free text. You could just type, couldn't you? Yeah. And yeah, it'd obviously pick up a certain phrase within the typing or whatever. Yeah. But I had no yeah. idea. It was like, yeah, so that game didn't get played a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I can't remember now. That there's the one, uh oh, Oregon Trail, is I think is the most popular one, or the, the one that everybody knows. I never played it. Oh, I've never passed the word of it, so not everyone knows it. Or, Oregon's Trail is set in America, I think, as far as I'm aware. And you're like just trying to get from one side of America to the other. Or do some kind of trip in America that's dangerous. You got bandits along the road. Okay. And uh, I don't know. There, there could be lots of people out there just shouting at me <laughs> while listening to this. I don't know it, but I know it's the the most popular one. Okay. And that's roughly what it what it is anyway. But uh, yeah, going back to uh, sorry, yeah, sidetracked. Well, yeah, I I wanted to sidetrack myself because I. It's a relevant sidetrack. Yeah, I wanted to to talk about nightmare, and then it just kept going and going, (laughs) and it turned into a nightmare. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) taking the piss. I didn't mean that. So, (laughs) uh, so the the reason why I chose Shadowgate, um, I I had never even heard of it before this, Uh, but like we said earlier, we're only going to be choosing games for ourselves once every two months now. Yeah, and so I thought. I'm going to choose puzzly games for myself or, or try and choose some pud- puzzly games that maybe I've never played uh, or never even heard of like this one. Cool, man. But I realised that what I've been saying is true, that it's going to be difficult to talk about them. You start at the entrance of a castle, um, and I, th- I think you've just woken up. This druid says to you, within the walls of the castle shadow gate lies your quest. If the prophecies hold true, the dreaded warlock will use his dark magic to raise the Behemoth, <laughs> the deadliest of the Titans from the depths of the earth. You are the seed of the prophecy, the last of the line of kings, and only you can stop the Warlock Lord from darkening our world forever. Fare thee well. I really want to read that book. It
0: sounds like a really good introduction to a book, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. It sounds pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, like like I said earlier, I remembered why it is it's not easy to talk about puzzle games uh the first I, I played it through twice and the first time i took loads of notes about what you can do what's in the game and the second time i got a bit further but i was really struggling to make notes about what i was actually doing you know you're just basically you're basically writing a walkthrough for it yeah <laughs> you know? yeah i could kind of see that actually but anyway you know i still had fun with it it was good uh So you start, like I said, you start off just outside this castle. There were instead of just like one point and click one action thing you can do, there was ten altogether, and there was little check boxes you can like check whichever box you wanted to do, and then click what you wanted to do it on. Okay. So if you wanted to move, you click the move, and then click like the door where you wanted to go. Yeah, that makes sense. Or you can leave. You can leave items places. So you had to move, look. Open, use, leave, take, close, hit, speak, and self. I get all the other ones. What's self? Uh, so you can do it to yourself. Ah, right, okay. That, that will take become a of.
0: Book. hit, self.
1: E-A-S-U-D-A-M-I-E-S-Requiem. Ha Requiem. Yes! <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't have a book here with me to hit myself in the head Not with. the am with uh So, yeah, uh, I, I open the first door. I go in through to the next the next room. It's just an empty corridor. There's some torches on, on the walls that you can take. And there's two doors in there. Oh, and a rug. Sorry. Uh, you try and have a look at the door at the end... And it's locked. It's like a big metal, uh, a big, it's, it's like a big wooden door with metal things on to hold, to strengthen it. Okay. Uh, the other door to your right, it's like an inch thick steel door, and they're, they're both locked, like I said. And I was, I was stood in this room for fucking ages, and I could not figure out what to do. So I picked up the torches. Uh, I assumed I needed to burn down the door, the other end, because there wasn't really much else in the room. There wasn't like Other things you could interact with. It was just empty. Empty room. Okay. So I thought maybe I'll try burning burning down the door. That didn't work. Right. The next logical thing was to burn the rug. Yeah. That worked, but it didn't do anything. It just burnt the rug. There was nothing there. Oh, brilliant. (laughs) Left after (laughs) burning the rug. So I decided to experiment a little bit. And I tried all all the different interactions with myself. Like hit myself (laughs) and speak to myself. (laughs) Open and close myself. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> it said a few funny little things when I was trying it. Like when I was speaking to myself, it was like that's not really helping, is it? <laughs> so, <sort of thing. laughs> yeah, no, nothing helped me to leave this one corridor like the basically the first room I'd got to. So then I remembered the torches. I wonder if I can use a torch on myself, <laughs> <laughs> and so I did, yeah. And it told me it burnt. <laughs> I was like, well. Okay, let's try again. And they told me I'd received second degree burns. Oh, nice. And I did it a third time and I died. <laughs> yeah, they told me I got third degree burns and I died. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, more of the story,
0: kids, don't burn yourself with a torch.
1: So yeah, that was my first attempt. I uh, <laughs> didn't get very far. My second attempt, uh, I, I, I was still stuck. I just could not figure out what I was supposed to do in this room. I I was looking at the, the, the walls. Maybe it was a bit sketchy. Maybe it was like maybe I had to knock on the walls. So I tried knocking on the walls with my um no, I was just hitting them. I think I was just punching them. And after quite a lot of hits, my torch goes out. It was that point I'll come back to this. So my torch goes out. I stumble over, hit my head, and die. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, I would have turned this game off. It would have been like <laughs> <laughs> fuck this game, no chance. So yeah, I, at this point I'm stuck in an empty corridor and I've managed to kill myself twice. That, that's
0: not bad going. That's not bad that
1: going. <laughs> so, against my will, I did not want to look it up. I really didn't. I don't like looking stuff up. Because it, it was the first room as well. You know? <laughs> Doesn't hold out much hope for the rest of it, does it? No. But it's meant to be really good. It's meant to be the best point in... Well, one of the most popular point and clicks that was on the NES. yeah uh, so so I, I had a quick look on on uh, Google to see what I was supposed to do before you go into the castle there's this skull above the door, but it's exactly the same color as the stonework, and I just assumed it was part of the part of the uh, doorway right. the doorframe, you know that's the I tried everything else apart from that yeah, I came back out quite a few times just to have a look around. There's just some bushes there and some grass and there's nothing you can do. You can't turn around and walk the other way. But yeah, like I said, so above this thing, you, you need to open it as well. You need to specifically open this skull, which doesn't seem to make much sense. Right, okay. Uh, and there's a pink key inside. Ah! I take the key down. Yeah, pink key. Ah. I take the key down to the other end of the corridor, I open this big, the wooden door. Next room, there's a book so I was like, oh, let's have a look at this book. I went to pick it up, and the draw the floor drops away and kills me. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, this is now three times I've died in a very, very short succession. That game short sounds succession. like an asshole. Yeah. So going back to the torches, it seems like... So there were torches everywhere. So the torches were your time limit. Each action you do takes a little bit of the torch away. I assume, I don't know, I guess the torch has like 10 to 15... Actions you can do, yeah, and then it, run, then it runs out, and so you have to keep picking up torches, which I thought that was quite cool. I don't think I've ever seen a uh, point and click game before with a with a with a time time limit yeah, it's, or it's a clever an action limit. I suppose yeah, it's a clever mechanic. I've not really seen it since, so that was cool. But then, but then it got to a point. Uh, I, I walked around the castle for a little bit. I probably went, found another. I don't know, maybe maybe 10 other rooms that I did various things in. I'm not really going to go into too much detail because it was just general puzzle, puzzles that, you know, most people would be able to work them out. Yeah. And again, that just reinforces that the, the puzzle games are difficult to talk about. Uh, but then I, then I got to a bit where I was a bit stuck again and I was down to my last torch. And you can continue. You can con- When you continue, you come back. You You come back in the... Last room that you'd been in, so it's like you'd never gone into that room that you died in, right, okay, but you still have the same stuff when you got into that room, so every time I was left with like half a torch and there was no other torches in the in the castle uh, that, okay that yeah. i that I could pick up because I'd picked them all up I'm following so so i I kept i like, i I should have just started again because it wouldn't have taken me too long to get back to where I got to, but I didn't I just kept continuing <laughs> trying to work out what I did. And then dying after about 10 10 actions. (laughs) And then, like, realising, right, I wasn't supposed to do that. Let's try and go a different way. (laughs) Uh, It was silly. And, uh, oh, yeah, so uh, I said uh, earlier that I was going to play three games but ran out of time, didn't I? So this was the reason. uh, Shadowgate was the reason. Because uh, I I was just going to leave it without looking up where to go. I was just going to leave it with me dying twice in that first room and just go and and play... uh, City of Heroes instead and just do that as a mini, mini uh, game. But yeah, because of the uh, the puppy, he's uh, taken a lot of my time in the evenings this week, so I didn't actually get a chance to play City of Heroes that much. I, I made a couple of characters, which was quite cool. City of Heroes was meant to be amazing, I never really played it much. Well no, I never played it when it was first out. So I might talk about it on here at some point. But uh yeah, I didn't get a chance to this week, which is why I decided to look up the look up the walkthrough and see if I can get any further into uh, Shadowgate. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was just a short one. That's pretty much all I can say about it. Uh, I, I do I do enjoy point and click games. Would you play it in your own time? Is it a sort of game you go back and pick up
0: in your own time? Or is it a game that you think you probably wouldn't think about playing again?
1: I probably would play yeah. it again actually, yeah. Because, like I, like I said before, I love the storylines yeah. you know, the story in these games. And they're, they're all quite good and clever, and I love fantasy stuff. So, uh, but yeah, I mean... It's definitely a difficult game to talk about, isn't it? Yeah, I don't really know what else I can say. And so I probably won't ever play this kind of game again. Not, not for the podcast, because there's not much I can give you guys. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, it's a
0: lesson learned, I guess. I think I'm going to try and, like, I can't remember. I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm sure I've played that sort of game before. And I was talking to Matt about stuff the other night, and he mentioned a couple of games. And I can't bloody remember them now. I should have wrote them down. Yeah. <laughs> but he's mentioned a few games. So I think there's quite a few games that we need to add to our hat, isn't there? Yeah, there's a lot of games we need to add to the hat. Yeah. So... um a couple of them need drinking as well. Apparently, a couple of them need drinking.
1: Yeah, we need to get drunk and play them. That's what. That's oh, what Billy yes. Morgan said. Yeah. So, by the time this this episode comes out, we should have already pulled from the hat. Yes. There's a bit of a yeah wibbly wobbly timey wimey thing going on here. We're talking about the future, but you know it as the past. Ooh, Ooh spooky. Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to remember to update my hat. Yes,
0: <sighs> I need to do that. Maybe you could do that for me.
1: I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, I'll do it. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Awesome. No worries. Well, the second
0: game I played broke my heart a little bit, Skeps. I'm not going to. Yeah. So the game I played was Cool Spot. knows cool spot well i say everyone knows cool spot
1: but i know cool spot yeah. he was cool funny though.
0: <laughs> yeah i decided to play cool spot i remember enjoying cool spot as a kid for people who don't know who cool spot is he was a little dude who was on the seven up bottles back in the day you remember that uh yeah before the guy
1: the with hair. wavy hair yeah. what was his name ludo was it ludo we had this discussion at DD a few months back, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And I thought it was Green Dog. Was that his name? Green Dog. That was another Mega Drive game, but he looked, he had like a surfboard or something. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah, I'm they sorry. Set up
0: sponsored a couple of games, didn't
1: they, by the sounds
0: of things? But yeah, so. Did they? Well, yeah, they've done Cool Spot. Um, and yeah. they've done that other one, the Ludo, whatever his fucking name is, with the wavy hair. Yeah. But yeah, so I played it on the Mega Drive it was released in 1993 and it was made by virgin interactive because i believe virgin owned seven up right okay a little bit of history for you there cool spot
1: wow what a disappointment i i remember it being okay yeah i do as well nothing spectacular but i think it's not bad game i think it's aimed more for kids okay than adults i guess it's so easy. It's like. <laughs> can't, can't win with us, can you? You're too hard or yeah, too easy. It's,
0: it's, I, it's, I don't know, mate. It was just too simple. So, yeah the premise of the first level was you needed to collect 60 cool spots, so little red tokens, and then yeah. find the padlocked cool spot and then shoot the padlock with your... What is it? It's like um, it's like fizzy bubbles. Like bubbles coming out of the 7-Up bottle, I guess. That was okay. your attack. Yeah. Yeah, I've got it written down here somewhere. Wr- written down. Yeah, soda bottles I've got. But it's not soda bottles. It's like the bubbles out of the soda bottles. That's American, isn't it? But yeah, so that was the premise of the first level. It's a really difficult game to talk about. It's a crossover. Is there puzzles in it? <laughs> well no because you're guided through everywhere you need to go so you get a little hand that comes up on the screen and it tells you what direction you need to go so if you start walking the wrong way a little pointer comes up and goes you gotta go right or you need to go up so you can't really get lost it's a really easy platform game it felt like a a knocked off mario or sonic it was like yeah. their attempt at trying to get into that market at that time. Okay. Um I guess for kids playing it it would have it would have worked. And I, I remember enjoying it as a kid. I like, I'm not gonna say that I never enjoyed this game because I did. But replaying the game, I didn't enjoy it. It was just yeah. it was boring, mind numbing. It was it wasn't a challenge. <laughs> It's like I even went through it to see if you could like set the difficulty higher and I put it on the highest difficulty and it still just wasn't that hard. Um, so, yeah, the first level is called Shell Shock. Right. Well, let's talk a little bit about the game first. So you're Cool Spot and you're, you're a red face dot thing with sunglasses on and you've got floaty hands and floaty feet. And the idea is you just walk through the level, you come across enemies that you need to kill with your, your bubbles, your your fizzy bubbles. I think on the first level, it was like hermit crabs. The hermit crabs is the one with shells where they come out the shells and start walking. Is that hermit crabs? I have no I think idea. it's hermit crabs. And then you get crabs that pop out the sand because it's a beach level. And then you get these, like, flying things, like, droney fly things. I guess they'd be, like, sand flies or something like that. And they shoot, like, venom stuff at you. But the controller, like, how you control Cool Spot, it just didn't work. So you couldn't look down and right and just fire. If you started doing that, you'd start walking in that direction. Right. So okay. you had two buttons. You had jump and you had shoot, basically. And then your D-pad. And that was it. Yeah. Um, it just felt like you could just walk through the level, just bashing the shoot button. It's like anything that come near you, you just destroy it anyway before. It, it wasn't a challenge, really. But yeah, so on the first screen, it tells you that you can get a 7-Up bottle, or a Virgin bottle, I think, because of the branding. Apparently, you can get three lives and a continue. I never found this bottle. It tells you to find the lock dude to complete the level by shooting the padlock. Mines are bad. Collect spots. Follow hands. Virgin (laughs) bottles and 4-Up bottles for health. Because they couldn't use the 7-Up branding. (laughs) (laughs) What?
1: (laughs) Even though he was on the 7-Up.
0: Yep. Bottle yeah can—it's nuts, mate. It's absolutely nuts. It's weird back then, wasn't it? Cause I think was it. What did I talked about the other week. Oh, fucking Shaq Fu, and um, they obviously yeah. bought the rights to Shaq, but then didn't have the rights to play any basketball games with him, so they had to make up some shit game yeah. with him.
1: So they they made games for everything back then. I did a little bit of research for one of the questions we get later, and they are. Oh, Oh, we'll, we'll touch on it again later, but they made games for everything. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was just flood
0: the market, wasn't it? If you yeah. can base a game on it, you base a game on it sort of thing. But yeah, the, the, so there's no specific storyline. It's not as if like you're trying to save a princess or anything like that. You're just trying to get these cool spot dudes out of a cage. It's an imitation of who you are, basically. You just got to hit the padlock to get them out. I did remember the first level, though, from memory. So I remembered at the beginning you could like jump straight up and you hang on to a balloon, and then it's like yeah. a you got to jump from balloon to balloon, but on the ropes to collect extra like red spot points. the second level was called peer pressure that was just a basically a combination of ropes that you had to jump on ropes to navigate yeah. your way through the level again collecting spots to then eventually release cool spot from the cage and after I completed the second level, I turn it off yeah because like, it was just fucking boring there was like nothing to keep me interested in playing the game it didn't feel challenging yeah. there was no storyline it was I, I i i don't know i i guess cuz it is very kid friendly i think like for example if Sorin was to pick it up and play it yeah he wouldn't put it down because the music's yeah. really cool in it i will give it that the music's pretty cool it felt like a bit reggae sort of thing so i did find myself like for half an hour of playing the game just leaving it on the first stage and listen to the track on loop whilst having a beer just because the music was pretty cool. <laughs> awesome. But yeah, it's, it wasn't a bad game. Yeah, what if I put it? Yeah, it feels like a rip of Sonic and Mario or a cross between the two. That's the best way I could describe Cool Spot. But it yeah. is a, the, a difficult game to talk
1: about. Yeah. When you said about the storyline, I did some thinking about, about that this last couple of weeks since our last episode, because I said I don't remember there being storylines in the manual. But after some thinking, I, I think the storylines were in the manuals. I think a lot of them were. Do you mind if you want to edit out some
0: keyboard typing a second sketch? Because I'm going to have a quick look and see if there was a storyline to Cool Spot.
1: Fido Dido. That's a 7-Up guy. Fido, Fido Dido. Dido. What did you call him? Uh. Oh, he reminded me of Doug. Doug. Was yes. It Doug? Yes. Oh, there was a Doug who looked like yeah, him as well. that's right. What did I call him? Ludo, Ligo. that's it.
0: I And I think I call him Ludo at D&D as well. Oh, there's a sequel to Cool Spot. Spot Goes to Hollywood. Didn't know that. Oh, I remember that I one, yeah. That. But yeah, no, there's, there's nothing here to say that it has a storyline. Although Wikipedia's probably done a better job of talking about it than I have. Well, to be fair, they haven't. They've just expanded the shit that I've said and I managed to say it within 10 seconds, really. This is pretty cool. So if the player successfully collects enough spots to enter the bonus stage after defeating a level it is possible to collect continues by grabbing a letter hidden within the stage depending on the version of the game all the letters either spell uncola <laughs> <laughs> or virgin which is the game's developer oh it actually says uncola was seven up slogan oh, i didn't know that Uncoded. Oh, no. If a continuous collected spot will be able to restart on the level he was on at the time of losing his last life, although his total points will be reset. Again, it just seemed like a a points thing just to try and get the most points on the level. No real storyline. It was just a points-based game. So, yeah, because I know that quite... I think, Michaela... Apologies, Michaela. I'm pretty sure you put in the comments of maybe games we could put in the hat was Cool Spot. And I chose Cool Spot. It was... It was from her sister, Sam. Was it wasn't from her sister, Sam, was it? Sorry, Sam, if you're yeah. listening, Sam. But yeah, I, I played Cool Spot. and I loved it as a kid, but it's not a game I would play now, although the music was pretty funky. So yeah, me talking about the games have been pretty shit and pretty short. Apologies about that, listeners. But I picked two crap games. I'm going to put this on myself, and I'm going to hold my hands up and say I can't wait to pick out the hat because... I've done a shit job of picking games this week.
1: Two failures. But you can make it up by singing a song later. Maybe. Or something. Yeah,
0: maybe I'll do that on Facebook Live. Play a ukulele. I could. Maybe I'll bash out the ukulele when we do our Facebook Live. And sing. Oh, no. Yeah. Nah. Mm. Mm. Now you're pushing the boat out. <laughs> 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 but yeah, by the time you listen to this, you may have had a treat. You never know if you watch us on Facebook, that is. Um, that's Cool Spot. Yeah, I was disappointed with my choices this week, or oh, this last fortnight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah not happy. I, I will choose better in the future, I promise.
1: Yeah, well, to be fair, I, I could have easily chosen Cool Spot. I wouldn't have chosen Pitfire because I remember it being shit. But yeah, I could have easily chosen Cool Spot, if I'm honest. Well, I, I knew it was a game I wanted to play. Like, when we first started thinking about this podcast,
0: Cool Spot came into my mind. So, yeah. it was one I was always going to play, and I'm
1: glad I've played it, but... It's one I definitely won't go back and play. Well, my garden is uh, doesn't get much sun, so that's a bit of a cool spot. <laughs> 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 and on that note, Skets, what was
0: your second game you played? I was about to say fourth game, but then it would be the fourth game fourth in that I
1: was talking about it. Game four, yeah. So so I I am going to apologize now. This isn't going to be as bad as yours. Don't worry. Okay. But I am going to butcher this game. Just because there's so much in it, I'm just not going to do it justice. Okay. I played Donkey Kong Country. Ooh. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good game. Very good game. But uh, like I said, there's just so much to it that I, I'm, there's going to be stuff I miss out. Uh, I, I won't explain things correctly. Uh, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, I would say if you've played this and know exactly what I'm talking about, skip ahead. <laughs> because you're going to be pissed with me trying to talk about this game. If you haven't played it, stick around and you're you're in for half a treat. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I've got I've got so many notes. I've got so much written down here and I don't want to just sit here and read it while you're 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 in front of me on 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 the screen. Okay. But it is so much to remember as well. It's like oh fuck me. So it was made in 1994 by Rare. It was on the SNES as well. Well, Rare. Yeah, okay. Rare yep. yeah, on the SNES. So you start off, uh, you go into the game, you, you sort of roll out of your house, which is on top of a cliff. Not a cliff, uh, you can jump back up there. You roll out of your house and go down to the ground. And the first thing the first thing I noticed was there's a hole behind you. And I'm like, well, I'm going to go in there. Go, go, of course <laughs> you will. <laughs> and, and you go in there and it just says Kong's Banana Horde. And there's no bananas in there. So I assumed at this point that the storyline is that someone's stolen all of his bananas, and you got to go and find yeah. them. Which makes sense. The, 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 what are we going to call it? Is it currency? The points-based system? His bananas, what you pick up through levels like rings yeah. in, Mario, in Sonic. But yeah, they're, they're, I don't know what that is. Yeah, what is that?
0: Let's just talk about that Collectibles.
1: Collect. There, there's other collectibles in this, but yeah, maybe collectibles. Because with Sonic, it's 100 rings you get a life, isn't it? Yeah, most games. Yeah. it is. in in this one, it was. Yeah, let's go with
0: collectibles. That could
1: be our terminology moving forwards. Cool. Uh, so there there is a storyline in the manual for this, which I've not read. I discovered it during recording of this podcast. And so, yeah, I think I th- I'm, I I was wrong last week when when I said uh, I don't, th- don't I don't remember seeing storylines in manuals. I think I was the complete opposite end of the scale. I think. Most games probably had the storyline in the manual. I, I think I remember that now. Yeah, anyway. Mo- most of them did. I'm sure they did. I may just be making this up in my mind. But on the old Mega Drive games,
0: was it a bit like a book where you had on the cartridge case, you obviously had the front image. If you turned the case over, did it not give you a little bit of an explanation about the game?
1: Uh, a little blur. Yeah, like a blur. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so maybe not quite yeah. a
0: storyline but an explanation about what the game's about sort of thing.
1: Yeah, more than you get in the actual game. None of these things actually give you any storyline in the game. Oh, I've just remembered. Other things I've done this past Past fortnight. Broke the lights on my oven hood. Oh, dear. I don't know how. I don't know how. Deliberately or?
0: Well, not deliberately. Thing
1: cod in the house? No,
0: I, I knocked them. I don't know why I knocked them. I accidentally knocked one. And it put it out, so I knocked it again to get it back on, and it put the other one out <laughs> <laughs> so now I have no lights, but yeah,
1: sorry back to back to donkey Kong country it's no, fine go man. for it, but yeah, so uh i, I, I went in there i'm gonna i'm gonna take the conversation elsewhere again in a minute anyway <laughs> uh you can go back up the cliff, there's like two steps on the way back up, and you enter your house. And there's a few a few things in there, nothing too interesting. There's like a, a tyre on the floor and you can bounce on that to jump up and get a balloon. Cool. But it took me back. It took me back to... I think it's Sonic 2. It's... No, maybe Sonic 1. One of them. I'm pretty sure the second level, you start and you can go back on yourself. And the screen goes with you and there's an extra life back there. Yeah. Then. Ever since I discovered that, or, or was told about that, I have tried that in every single game. Okay. Uh, that, that, that I play, you know. I always check if there's something behind me I <laughs> now. No. It's just an automatic thing. So, like, it was really cool that there's some stuff there behind me. Yeah, it, it happens a lot in the trials bikes, but I'm not going to go too much into it. I do want to talk about that a little bit at some point with the riddle and everything Ooh, in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That could be an episode on it. own. it. Well, it would be if I knew more about it or would be able to talk yeah. about it properly. <laughs> Uh, I I would I would lose lose it. Yeah. <laughs> go <on, laughs> back, Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, but yeah, I loved. Um, yeah, uh, uh, but I love I love the fact that you could go back on yourself. Right? I love that in games because I never find it. Yeah, when I when I check. <laughs> but, uh, so um about so yeah, it's just a typical platform game. Uh, you can you can come across barrels that you can throw there's like explosive barrels there's a dk barrel which gives you diddy kong which uh, gives you diddy kong so it gives you like a it's not an extra life an extra bit of life so if donkey kong dies diddy kong takes oh, okay. over until you find a, until you find another barrel and then you've got the two of you oh, again that's pretty cool uh you can actually tag each other in as well i think one of the buttons you press you sort of slap each other give a high five or whatever and then. Of controlling Diddy instead of Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong's following oh, you. That's pretty cool. Which was yeah, it was quite cool. Not in the mine level, which I'm gonna talk about <laughs> later. But there's oh, there's there's so much to these levels. Like there are loads and loads and loads of secret areas, extra little bits that you can find. About halfway through the first level you find this rhino that you can jump on. And he just like annihilates all the enemies you come across. And then like the first sort of next cliff that you get to, he just destroys the wall and goes into the wall and there's like an extra area, <laughs> I guess. And just loads of little, loads of little bananas that you can collect. And then you come out of that bit and you're in like this valley and you just walk through to the next one and go into another special area, secret area, whatever. So they're not really secret because I think they're too, they're too easy to find to be secret. Could you avoid them? Though? You could, you could avoid them. But I think most people will find okay. them playing okay. it. So it is it's difficult to describe what difficult to say what they are. I think they're like I said, they're extra bits in the levels but they're meant to yeah. be found. And yeah, the, the the next bit you go into, you've got like this it's like a slot machine thing, you've got four sort of golden idols just sort of flashing up as if they're like on a reel and you've got to jump and hit them when and get three of us three of a kind.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: And if if you get three of a kind, you get one of those golden idols. If you collect three golden idols over several levels, you go to like a bonus stage. There's four different things you can collect. There's a frog, there's an ostrich, a swordfish, and the rhino that I said about. And yeah, like they go off to their own little special area and collect They're like tiny little medallions of, of their animal. Golden medallions, I suppose. There's hundreds of them. And for each... Each 100 you collect, you get an extra life. And so the first one I did in the first level, I got like four extra lives wow. from it.
0: That's pretty cool. It was
1: crazy. <laughs> Just going to stop yeah. you there, Skeps. Do you
0: think that games back in the day have attributed to our fruit machine love? Because with you saying that, that reminded me of the casino level on Sonic, where you used to be able to jump on the flippers, hit yes. the fruit machine. Oh, that was...
1: I used yeah. to spend
0: hours just trying to get the three Sonics, the three Tails and whatever.
1: Yeah. And as we both... I spent a long time
0: on that one as well. Yeah, and yeah. I think I might be able to sue like the makers of Sonic for all the money I've lost on Skybet and in pubs on <laughs> Fruit Machines.
1: Well, I, I would attribute my love for Fruit Machines to you for teaching me how to play the fun. <laughs> <games>. <laughs> I... <laughs> I know it's not your fault I begged you to teach me and you tried telling me not to go down that you tried telling me I shouldn't uh, mm. they're yeah. bloody good though are not they
0: sorry to take you off par there but with you saying that on Donkey Kong I was like it reminded me of yeah. Sonic and then I was like well hold on if I was gambling at such an early age of like probably like 7 6 or 7 playing Sonic then surely that's implanted in my brain and then when I walked into a pub and I saw these glowing lights I reckon my brain took me back to like Sonic on the Mega Drive, and I'm like, "Ooh, I can get rings <laughs> out of this." But instead of rings, I get shiny, 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 shiny gold nuggets. <laughs> but yeah, sorry,
1: dude. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe that's all right. Maybe. It's just uh, it's gonna be a long episode, yeah. <laughs> Again, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. No worries, but yeah, like so. Like I said, you've uh, you have the bonus levels. There's there's bits that you can so you can you can slam the ground while you're Donkey Kong and. And you get like bananas come up random places, you know. It's not, it's not marked. There's other bits where if you hit them from, if you jump onto them from a height, it brings out something extra, like a golden statue or, or a barrel or something. Or you know, there's loads in these levels, and it's oh, it's, it's such a good game. Like 1994, I think we were going to check, but I want to say this was probably one of the la- one of the last SNES games or or. That was probably close to the end of the Snez's yeah. life. They were just getting ready for the next generation, which is probably why it was so yeah, good. that's... No, hang on, because they had Donkey Kong Country two and three as well, which I never played. Um, there was also hidden hidden areas above the screen that you could run along and collect bananas. You know, I think the most famous one of those was in in the, one of the Mario castles. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I was mouthing Mario so, as you was just about to say that. I was, uh, the, my mind went straight yeah. to Mario.
1: Yeah, there's loads of those in there. You know, that's just the first level. There was all those cool, extra hidden stuff um, like the fake walls that you can go through as well in in all the levels. So I can't. There's no way I could talk about no. all of them. That's pretty so, incredible for a game
0: of its time, though, to have that amount of
1: content in the first yeah. level. Yeah. All right. It's crazy. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to talk much more about what was in the levels or anything like that. Uh, oh, apart from one, when we'll I get to that, uh, there, there's a few weird bits. We're not weird, but the the third level, is just some old guy sitting at the top of a tree or some. Well, it looks like that, and he just gives you hints of of what to look for. So he'll say, like in in such and such's name. Take a leap of faith or, you know, jump up at the screen. It's all My sorts. mind has gone
0: to Wimbledon, a squash banana, Rafiki. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who was he? I don't he know what he was. You,
0: he Who gets was Simba monkey? guidance, doesn't he? And he's on top of a tree and comes down and hits him with his stick. Oh. Uh, Simba.
1: <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's just some old sage guy. I suppose Rafiki was yeah. as well. But yeah, and you, you, it gives you two two things. But then you can keep going back to it, and it'll give you different stuff. So that's quite cool. Like some of the harder things to find in these in these levels. That the, one of the levels in the first area is like it's called Barrel Flights as well. And you just go in there, and you jump in a plane, and you can just get between the levels on the in in the outer world quicker. I don't know why this didn't make it quicker in the first place. Why well, you have to have a special level. <laughs> To give you a barrel flight to go quicker between these <laughs> levels. But, uh, I don't know. They obviously did a good job with this game. That was, that was a good thing to do, I guess. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, it was just some kind of cool quality of life yeah. extras that they threw in, I guess. I like that, quality of life. Another, another thing, another one of the levels, actually, I'm not going to talk too much in depth about levels, like I said, but another one the levels, you go back on yourself and just jump in a barrel. And there was two types of barrels that you could jump into. One had like a star on the front, which was automatic. You just, you just jump in it, it just fires you where it's supposed to fire you to. And the other one was manual, it had nothing on the front. You had to wait for the right moment and then press, press the button to fire yourself. And it's just all these automatic barrels. It takes you like halfway through the level, just on these barrels. I was <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> why have you put all this cool stuff in the game? Obviously it works, <laughs> but... It's like It seems like overkill <laughs> a little bit. I don't know. But yeah, you know, I, I, can, I can't stop saying how much of a good game it was. I wish I had more time to play it. It sounds like a game you definitely I, would
0: go back and play.
1: Yeah, uh, it it's lasted. It's survived yeah. the test of time. It's a cool game to play still yeah. now. There's a boss. Yeah, when you get to the second screen, oh, I should probably say what you're on. You're, you're on like this island, it looks like. So the first area... Is like a jungle kind of area. There was like maybe seven or eight levels in right. that. So you go into an extra an, another little bit where you go between the levels, and you come back out and then go to the next bit. Go to the next bit and then you go sort of go in and see like a closer up, close up of okay. where you are. And so, like I said, the, the second bit is um, is more like a mining, mining place. I didn't get past past that, but so yeah, at the end of each one of these. Smaller areas, is a boss, and that's marked on the map by a massive horde of bananas. So that's how I figured out <laughs> that they must oh, that have stolen sense. your bananas, and you're trying like to get it. them back. It's I quite like simple. It. The first boss wasn't too difficult. It's just some kind of like rodent thing. You got to jump on his head a few times. The next bit, the the mining bit, there was a level that was a dick. <laughs> It was uh, it was a rail track level. You know, an automatic one where you just, all you've got to do is jump. Yeah. But it makes it fucking hard. So, it, Cookie will enjoy this. I would say it was on the same level as the Battletoads one. Have you ever played Battletoads? No. No. I it, think Cookie's mentioned to me that
0: in work, actually, that I should play that.
1: Yeah, it's famous for its... I think it was Hovercrafts they were on. And you just going really fast through levels that you can go like up middle of, or top middle or bottom and you've got obstacles and you've got to jump over stuff right it is infamous is that the right word yeah yeah Yeah. yeah that level is infamous for how hard it is and i would say this rail track level is on on the same par but it's pretty close to that Battletoads one i actually enjoyed the Battletoads one when i played it yeah i started this level with 21 lives I finished with 15, but along, like, in, in the second half of it, there was a, there's a life that you can pick up, right? and I picked that up about 10 times, so I lost about 16 lives on this level. Jeez it was, wheeze, man. Yeah, it was insane. So yeah, like I said, the whole thing is like a rail track, you hop in at the beginning, most people would have seen these, uh, levels like these in, in various games the the precision in timing on this one was just insane though uh you've got bits on the track that are missing you've got crashed carts that you've got to jump over uh some parts you had to jump right at the last second to get to the next bit which was pretty difficult uh when you hit you when you hit something the main driver hops out right um you know like i was saying earlier with like diddy kong will take over so so whoever's in front hops out and the next one takes over. Well, you know, I'm sure everybody would probably do the same. I didn't have to hold any buttons to go, but I was, of course, holding forwards anyway. Of course. Of course. You know, the same way you would sort of move a controller when you're playing racing games yeah. to your left and right. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. I don't really do that much anymore, but I still felt I needed to hold forwards. I'm really I don't bad at in Rocket League. I am the car in Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> so when the first driver jumped out the other guy jumped into the front but I was pressing forwards so I guided him off the front of the car as well so they both jumped oh, out essentially oh, <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah I, I think I it was about four or five times I did that in a row and I stopped holding forwards after doing that
0: <laughs> wow that's like years of muscle memory you're having to try on the road there it's like gotta keep my thumb off the forward
1: button yeah but eventually I did that. You know, like I said, it took a long time. I took a break after that, and I'd forgotten to save it. I, tr- I tried starting again from the beginning. It was kind of cool. You know, I was rushing through these levels or finding even, even more secret stuff that I didn't find the first time, but I, I just sort of ran out of time. I didn't have time to get back to the mine level and then do the mine level again, the mine track, the rail track. <laughs> That's the one. So I didn't really play it much after that, but yeah, this is uh, it's such a good game.
0: Mate, it's a game
1: that I wanna
0: try and play. So yeah. I don't think I ever played this when Do you I was not. younger. No, no, no Uh,
1: did you have a SNES? I'm no, assuming I it
0: didn't have a SNES. Yeah.
1: No. Donkey Kong was from Nintendo, wasn't he? So I assume it was SNES
0: only. Yeah. My first Nintendo console was an N sixty four. I went Amstrad. Master System, Mega Drive, Mega Drive 2, and then PlayStation. Well, N64, Dreamcast, PlayStation. I think there may be a GameCube in there as well at some point. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I never went down the Nintendo route early. I had a mate who had a Nintendo or a SNES or a NES. SNES, maybe? Yeah, I can't remember. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's something I never had. It's good. You should go and play this game. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it sounds it. I I definitely want to go and give it a game. Let me know if you break your controller fucking... getting through. <laughs> <Is>
1: that...
0: <laughs> I bloody hope not. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, that it sounds better than Cool Spot. Yeah, I'll give you that.
1: Well, yeah, that's all. That's all, folks. All like all I want to say about Donkey Country. Those of you who buggered off can come back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sketch, I don't think you butchered that too bad, mate. No. No, well, you've made me want to play it, and I'd never heard of the game before, so... Cool. I'm not just saying that. Yeah, Just because you're my podcast buddy. (laughs) So now we move on to the section of the podcast, question time. So, skets every week... The jingle. The jingle. The jingle. (laughs) So, skets every week before we record on the day. He jumps on Facebook and puts a post out there to say there's recording day and have you guys got any questions for us. So in the future, guys, look out for that. Um, if you want any questions or if you want any questions answered by us too, um, then feel free to post away. Uh, we got one question this week and it's from Chris Trantry, and he says, What did the two of you consider the last good movie tie-in game? Personally, he had a soft spot for Tomorrow Never Dies.
1: I did a lot of research on this. Well, not a lot of research. I got mine straight away. I know. I know what mine is. I, there's a lot of stuff I want to talk about here. Okay. So I did research on that, but I didn't actually get the name of the game that I played. <laughs> <laughs> it was Lord of the Rings one. Oh, Lord of the Rings. No, it was like it was an RPG. Ah, oh, so right, it was like okay. a turn-based RPG, and it was awesome. So whilst you're looking for that. Yeah. I, I have
0: two, if I can cheat and have two. I, I wouldn't say last good movie tie-in game, because there's probably been ones since that that I've enjoyed. But the two classics for me have to be GoldenEye on the N64. Yeah. That was fucking incredible. And Tomb Raider on the PlayStation 1. I think that game was incredible.
1: Oh, that was a game before it was a it was a game yeah, before it was so, a movie. I yeah, okay. I didn't know which way round he wanted wanted to go. Yeah. Well there you
0: are there, there's a there's a bit on both.
1: But yeah. But before okay, before I before I give you mine, this was really interesting to me. This is something I wanted to talk about episode two, I think. Uh but it just never came up. About games like back on the Mega Drive and Snares were based on, like, TV and movies or whatever. There was hundreds of them. Like we said earlier, like, they did games for everything back then. And they don't do as many now. No. Uh, well, well, it turns out they do, but uh, I'll get to that again in a, in a minute. I did some research about games from back then, Well, the post I found was SNES games that were based on, um, I think this was just movies, but there's loads about TV, TV as well. But just think back. To when you would go into blockbusters and you'd look at the wall of SNES games or Mega Drive games and just think of all the games that you know uh, were related to TV shows and stuff like that. Like you had Animaniacs. I found this list of ones that were related to films and there's loads of them. So you got Three Ninjas. I'm not going to read all of them, but they're just the most notable ones. Yeah. So you got like Three Ninjas Kickback, Aladdin, Alien 3. Uh, An American Tale, Batman, well, there's two Batmans, Uh, Beauty and the Beast, Casper, there was a cliffhanger one. Yes, there was. I didn't remember that. I remember that. Demolition Man, Dennis the Menace, The Flintstones, two Home Alone games, Hook, Indiana Jones, Jungle Book, Jurassic Park, Last Action Hero. Wow. Uh, Like I said, there's loads of them. Lion King... The Page Master. I never actually saw that film, but I was—I really wanted to play the game. It looked really good. <laughs> and the one that caught my eye here, which I completely forgot about, Wayne's World. Wow. That will be my next pick. in In, in four episodes' time, I am picking Wayne's World.
0: What about Beavis and ButtHead? Beavis and ButtHead was uh, based on the TV series, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, this is just on films. Uh, the yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. I, sorry,
0: yeah, but you just made me but think. Yeah, it would have been there as well.
1: Yeah. But yeah, well yeah, I mean yeah, you had Beavis and Butter, the Simpsons, the Turtles, all all sorts on TV shows. And most of them yeah. yeah, most of them were good. But if you think back to a lot of the games that have come out more recently, they're they're just not they're not as good. So yeah, like I said, I did some research and and it, and it is pro it's mainly because the developers don't get as much time as they as they needed as they need to make good games, really. Yeah. And and like I said, these games like Games for these films do exist, but they're just a quick money grab. So yeah. they release mobile games for like if you think think of any film you want, you can search search on on the app store for a mobile game for it, and I'm sure you'll find it. You'll find a game based on like on the more modern film. I think that's a fair comment. But yeah, like like I said, I wanted to talk about that, and when I wanted to talk about it, it was before I did the research. But uh, yeah, so that, I thought that was really interesting. The other way around, though, films from games, they're pretty much always awful, aren't they? Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, uh, the Assassin's Creed one didn't go down too well, did it? There's skets, not many films skets, from you're, games. You're on thin ice here. You're like Star Wars
0: territory with me.
1: Because <laughs> no, those games you just
0: mentioned there,
1: there's some cult
0: behind those games.
1: Yeah, cult classics. But yeah. Generally, they were considered not very good. I mean, I really liked the Mortal Kombat film. I loved it and the Street Fighter uh, film. But yeah, generally, they, they weren't weren't seen as being very good. Here's one for you then. Go on. What about the Warcraft film? I really like that. No. No. Yes, yeah, see, fans don't like it. Yeah. I okay. I I am not very good with films and acting and knowing if they're good. I'm not an artsy kind of person. I'm more logic. And so, like, yeah, I struggle to see if things are good or not. I just know if I enjoy it or not. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same. I'd I'd never watch a film and think, oh, that was shit acting
0: or the audio was shit or it was cheesy and stuff. I just watched a film for the film if I enjoy yeah. it, I enjoy it. I don't. I don't. I just thought with the Warcraft film, I, I'm not a massive WoW fan. I don't really know much. What's the terminology? The the, the words you use for the Warcraft history? The the law. The law. Thank you. The law. Yeah. Um. So I didn't really know it much, but I just don't know. I just don't, the film just didn't really grab me. I think once I so I watched the film before I played the game. Well, I played the game yeah. back in 2007, 2008. Um. But I couldn't remember it as the listeners will get used to that my memory is shit um so when we (laughs) replayed it a couple of years ago um was it a couple of years ago or last year i don't know
1: um maybe it was last Uh, year it would have would have been a couple of years ago because we're like two months away from the next expansion Uh, okay so yeah a couple of years ago once i played
0: the game and then watched the film again i could relate the film to the game but as watching it just as a film didn't really make a lot of sense i guess i guess the game the film is based on the game and it's more for the people who played the game to watch the film but just as a yeah. general
1: pick up and watch film
0: i just thought it was a bit cack in all honesty but when i rewatched it after playing the game it made sense and i actually enjoyed the film
1: yeah yeah there, there was a lot of bits in there that were just just for the fans to go oh i know that place yeah oh yeah And like, you, you can see like black rock mountain in the background you know most people wouldn't even realize it's even there yeah, but yeah, and you go oh, we're in Elwyn Forest, or whatever. Yeah, don't get started on well. But, so, so yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed it. It messed around with the law a little bit, not too much, but a little bit. And I think it changed hands. The um, the what's it called? The people making it, producers. Yeah, the producers, or or something in the background don't changed hands. Or whatever it is. Quite yeah, it changed hands quite a few times, and it ended up with some Japanese company who were. Who are known? For, oh, I don't know what they're known for. I read about it the other day, um, but yeah, they just didn't. They just didn't have time, okay. much time to do what they wanted with it. But yeah, so that uh, uh, was a bit of a side quest there. But uh, did you pick a game? No. All <laughs> oh, right. I, so, no, not yet. I thought I'd missed it. <laughs> uh, no, I, 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 I had to find it. It was this one. Uh, I'll, I'll just tell you. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I haven't played many, many games that came from films for, for a while. Uh, I would, I, I've i heard... what One I've always wanted to play, actually, is uh, Riddick. That's uh, meant to be surprisingly good. Okay. But I would say the last one I actually played that's based on a film is The Lord of the Rings The Third Age, because uh, it's the only one that's turn-based. <laughs> right. But it was a really good, really good turn-based game. I never thought we were going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: wicked awesome so yeah cheers chris i mean there are multiple comments on this thread which there's quite a few games that need to be chucked in the hat skets yeah Um, oh
1: because i lumped it into two i lumped it into the same one i wrote that in the status as well yes yeah 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 i saw that yeah yeah so yeah yeah, there's quite a few games i was
0: just going to go off and spin off a couple rich cook battletoads on the nez
1: no i saw that you commented on that one i i was thinking about Deleting that and then editing it, editing editing my comment to say, oh, I don't know what happened. But Rich Cook said Battletoads for Jacob. (laughs) (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) Uh, What else? Uh, Rise of the Robots and Clay Fighters by Billy Morgan. But apparently we need to spend time together and have a mini beat up tournament and record it for the show when preferably drunk skets so yeah yeah I'm, I'm all up for encouraging drinking so we can do that clay fighters wasn't that one uh clay fighters should be saved when you spend time yeah clay fighters
1: yeah
0: matt Mayers. what time on friday are you going live well we will already go on live yeah by the time this comes <laughs> out but it's seven o'clock for future reference people it's generally around about seven Michaela said about cool spot from sam harvest moon half-life metal slug age of empires f-zero x F-Zero X.
1: Yeah. I wasn't a fan of the F-Zero games.
0: And Zoop. I'm honest. Zoop. So there's a few more to go in the hat there, mate. I think I've had a few personal messages on Facebook as well, which I got a few games, so I actually need to get these written down for you to get okay. in the hat at some point. Yeah,
1: cool. Okay, I'll do that on the bus Friday afternoon. Sounds good. Sounds good. School bus always pays. Yeah. Yeah. I think I joined you on the bus this week a little bit yeah. because of uh, puppy troubles We were both at the back of the bus, mate. (laughs) Actually, at the
0: back of the bus, you never got any work done, did you? That's where all the cool kids hung out. So thanks, Chris, for that question. It triggered Skets to go down a long, long road. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. thank Thank you, Chris. Thank you for that. Uh, (laughs) So this is the part of the show where we read out any reviews we got, Skets.
1: Yeah, we didn't get any. No, (laughs) no, no bastard reviews. Oh, actually, there's one, one thing I could add in here uh last week at the end just before the game over bit i obviously said i should probably say something in our outro but i don't know what to say so i offered you guys to give me things to say and i'll just try them all <laughs> i'll see i'll see how it goes please give him lots of shit to say this will be incredible <laughs> i might have to start yeah. creating
0: fake facebook accounts
1: <laughs> <laughs> like i said we so we we didn't get any i'm just assuming that nobody listened that far and not just that he didn't want me to say anything. Or oh, my outro is just good enough. Oh, no, no, <laughs> yeah, probably it is. I'm taking the piss. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I thought maybe i will bring that back a little bit and let people know that's what we might be... Well, what I, I'm going to do. I tell you what he wants, what he really, really wants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I really, really, really wanna outro for the pod. Hey. Yeah. Well, I mean... I played around with a couple of things, didn't I, Ian? Yeah. You sang. I did yes. sing. I did. I did. <laughs> hey. hey. That makes up a cool spot. There we go. There we go.
0: That's what a couple um, of bottles of Sam Miguel will do for you.
1: But yeah, like I was saying, like I, I played around with a couple of things saying at the end, but it just didn't feel right. So if it's something you tell me to say, I'll see if it works. And maybe I'll pick one to save for the rest of the for the podcast. Or even better, maybe they could give you one every week
0: or every fortnight. Yeah. Maybe, like, you get a list and then you just, like, go through them. Just keep trying
1: them. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And at some point, I might pick one, unless there's some good ones in there that I still want to try. I just think you should say a different one every fortnight. Just... yeah. every fortnight just
0: have something different at the end and then that way people who want to listen to the end of the podcast to find out just what you say
1: yeah absolutely
0: that could be the hook cool (laughs) (laughs) what will Sket say next
1: no one fucking knows (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) just you just skip the skip to the end
0: (laughs) so Sket, now we move on to the part of the show where we talk about what games we will be playing next week yeah and as we've said throughout this show already we're going live on facebook we would have already been live on Facebook by the time this episode comes out. Next fortnight, we'll be playing games chosen by you guys. And we will pick them out of our hats. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Cool. I'm looking forward to it now as well. I'm looking for less chair swivel by myself on Facebook Live. I'm looking for less chair sounds in the fucking background. I'm sorry, mate. I can't help it. <laughs> I'm sorry. This, this chair is annoying. I will try and sit very still. <laughs> So now we move on to the part of the show with shout outs. (laughs) First shout out goes to Riskit Pixel Zero. You can find him on Fiverr with the handle Pixel Zero. He creates PDF documents or recreates PDF documents, Minecraft servers, Discord servers, domain hosting with email and will also help you create websites. Our second shout out goes to Matt at Retro Heroes. He has an eBay store, which is Retro Heroes. He has a Facebook page with the same name, Retro Heroes. At Retro Heroes he buys, sells and professionally refurbishes retro computers, consoles and games. Our next shout out goes to Faye Frost. Faye has done our awesome artwork. You can find her on Facebook, at Faye Frost Art. You can also follow her on Instagram, underscore Faye Frost underscore and if you want any commission submissions you can contact Faye on frostart.requests at gmail.com so the final shout out goes to Matt Mayers Um, he has a company synthetic development stroke synthetic 3d he does 3d modeling it's awesome you should check out his stuff you can check it out on facebook if you follow synthetic development instagram synthetic 3d and he also has an etsy store which is synthetic development and he also has a website which is www.synthetic3d.com check it out folks it's awesome
1: yeah he's got some cool miniatures on there some of which he's put us up against in our dnd campaign (laughs) they're fucking awesome check them out thank you guys yeah everything you've done for us has been awesome since we didn't have anybody come back and say what they want me to say at the end is there anything you want me to say? For,
0: for the first one? I wish you gave me more time. Oh.
1: No, I can't think of anything. Oh okay. Uh. Maybe tickle your testicles if you're happy. Tickle your testicles <laughs> If I'm happy or you want me to say if you're happy as well. Yeah, if if you're happy as well, tickle your testicles. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. There we go.
0: <laughs> Should we uh... Give this a wrap up. I think it's at time, Skets. Yeah, good. Awesome, man. Okay, folks. We hope you've enjoyed listening. Stay safe, support the pod, and spread the word. If you would like to follow us, you can on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube using the handle at Badly. Speak to you all in a fortnight. We've been Badly. Tickle your testicles if you're happy.
1: Game over.